And some research. Yo, yo, yo. You know, you're not even looking at music playing. You're just like, you know, yammer. I'm in a yammer. I'm a yammering yam, man. That's what I do. I've been yammering. Well, you complained in your Facebook post from our last podcast that I didn't do any research and didn't know what I was talking about for 15 minutes. Yes. I didn't complain. You you could step step up. I wanted people to know what they were getting into if they clicked that play button, that this is what they were. This is what they're putting into their ears. Not that I was complaining, just just so that there was no idea that it was going to be super fantastic. And you know what? Actually, I got a message that said, I don't know why you said that, because it was a great episode. Well, see, you said it was the worst episode and it was really the best episode. And that's your way of just downplaying my expert commentary that I contribute to this podcast. Oh, my gosh. I know. It's like it's it's like the podcast that always say, oh, this is the worst episode ever. And it actually ends up not being so bad. But see, if I say that it's if I say that at the top, we already know it's going to go downhill from there. It's going to degrade like uh plutonium in a reactor that's uh that's lost all its water it's just not good what exactly i know right i have literally no idea what you were just saying somebody does somebody i guess i i've never deep were you talking like explode or melt down or what were what were we going for there i you know there there's a lot of theories right there's a lot of theories out there. But no, there's really it. not. That's <laughs> science. Like, no, I know. That, that is yeah. actually the opposite of theories. No. That no, no, is no. actually it, just science. Well, no, that no. The theories, the theories are that it would, if you didn't have the the water in the reactor, that the plutonium would melt down and it would just like continue to burn through the center. No, of the no, no, no. That's you not a know. theory. That's not a theory. That's what happens. Has it happened though, Dan? Yeah, we yeah, haven't yes. seen it. We yes, haven't yes, seen it. Yes, it has. A reactor hasn't just dropped from one side of the earth to the other side. Well, if you're going to get yeah. ridiculous about it, yeah, we have not seen. You are, you are technically correct. Uh, a because there's something in the middle. Plutonium pellets of have not burned through the entire earth into its core and out the other side. Yes, that's that right. that is cor- correct. Uh, so Captain America is inhabited by dinosaurs and the dinosaurs have eaten the plutonium pellets and that's why they never get to the other side. I thought the we're in the Marvel universe. I thought the center of the earth was inhabited by mole men. Mole men and dinosaurs, Dan. Mole men no, and dinosaurs. Isn't aren't dinosaurs like isn't that warlord? That's DC Comics. Cadillacs and dinosaurs, Dan. Cadillacs and dinosaurs. That's the pot. We're going to talk about that now because Captain America Streets of Poison is just too much. This cover is too much for me. Captain America 377 with Streets of Poison on the top in paint splatter. We've got a happy. So on this cover, we have two versions of <laughs> Captain America. Uh, one, we have Captain America at the top with a blue costume. Yeah. And um in down below, we have Captain America with a black costume. Captain America looks with like blue undertones. So yeah. apparently, we we haven't really noticed, but Captain America's costume has been changing over Slowly. time. Slowly, yes, it's uh, kind of like plutonium when there's no water in the reactor, Dan. Yeah, Just then melting away. Additionally, on the cover, we have Crappy Lobo and Bullseye. Yeah, and they're fighting over Captain America's carcass, otherwise known as Crossbones, and his. Uh, I think the most prominent feature of uh, crossbones 
is well, he has his crossbow, <laughs> but I think his crossbow pockets and his pouches are the most prominent feature on the cover. Would you call them his battle bags or his battle sacks? Man purses. Man pouches. Purses. His mercies. Yes. His multiple mercies. Is he the merc with the mercies? He's, He's the, the merc, merc with, with the, the mercies. Mer- He's the merc with the mercies. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and 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 Bullseye has a, a very illegal um, handcrafted sawed off no stock shotgun. And in the background, we have the gray skull. With the whoa. Oh, like my God. The castle. This, cover, this is the yeah, this is the cover that just keeps on giving. Yeah. Like, why is Captain America on a like slab ready to go into Castle Grayskull? It's maybe Castle Grayskull is ready. It, it's one of those things. It's like I said, plutonium melting away into the center of the earth, into Captain Cap- Captain America, into Castle Grayskull. There you go. Yeah, I'm expecting the sorceress to appear soon. Soon, soon enough. Uh, the Kevin I Smith series, Kevin Smith He-Man series on Netflix. Yay or nay? Yay. Yeah, I'm gonna go with a yay too. I like a lot it. of people need it. Yeah. Really? Wow. I mean. That's like it's it's kind of like the new turtles movie like it you have to just take it for what it is and just be happy for it. I mean, I'm going to probably we're probably going to get a lot of heat for my comment here. And I know we differ on opinions of certain things, but I don't plan to watch the turtles movie. So continue. But I mean, like it, it's like it's it's how I feel about when it's about any like I say this about any fandom. All we do is say we want these things all the time and then when we get the thing that we want we get more of the thing we want we complain about the thing that we got instead of just being happy that we got it it's like come on can't you just be happy that you got it or if you don't like it just don't watch it don't care about it i mean it's just like like turtles i'll watch it i'll I'll watch all the stuff because i just like it same with star wars star trek anything that comes out if if I like it, if I've if I've liked it in the past, that's an because interesting point. What that you're making? Because I mean, I say that, and it's basically like I'll, I'll I will I will enjoy it for what it is. I won't enjoy everything about it all the yeah, time. Yeah, we we'll have to agree to disagree because we're reading Captain America: Streets of Poison right now, and this yeah. is very hard to enjoy. I. I totally, I totally agree. I don't think I would just be happy as a Captain America fan if this shit was being dumped on me month every biweekly. Well, I mean, again, it th- there's going to be more later. So, I mean, I I, I would like to <laughs> offer a slightly different thesis if if I if I could. Yeah, I think my thesis would be don't complain about it just because it's not what you expected. Yeah, but you have every right to claim to complain about it if it's just a pile of crap. Well, right. That... Like the He-Man story was well told. Should I mm-hmm. Spoiler, the Tila story was well told, right? Yeah. Yeah. OK, I it was a well put together story. I could understand why some people didn't like it because it's not what they expected, but mm-hmm. it wasn't bad. Right. Mm-hmm. It was well constructed. It had a through line. It, it was an easy to follow story. Right. That's fine. Don't be, I mean, you know, that's why I'm talking. It's not my He-Man. Well, yeah, yeah the, the He-Man yeah. storytelling in the original cartoon was meant for, you know, eight year olds and it was terrible. 
That's why they're all the Skeletor memes, right? Like, we just remember this from our childhood so fondly. But if you go back and watch those episodes, it's not like people are clamoring to watch those in order like they are Dragon Ball Z or something, right? Uh, yeah, true. I mean, I mean there are a few like, people. So, don't get me wrong. If you like the original He-Man episodes, good for you. But, I mean, you can't deny that the stories are silly, right? They, they're they're encap- usually encapsulated in one episode. Mm-hmm. There's not a through line, right? It's just it's they're, a kid's cartoon they're 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 entertaining and i mean that's like i'm finding like with this case in point though i mean like at 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 multiple points you wanted to just like pull the parachute on this on this this run of of comics because you're like i hate it terrible it is but at the same point the art at the same point at the same point i want to get through it because it's it i want to know where it goes because where it goes leads us to other things where it goes makes it worse but uh, well i guess i mean I, I, it might make it worse but well if you want to get into captain america 377 finally i mean we can go ahead and start talking about it after your soliloquy right i mean no, you can, you can go. i mean I'm, I'm just saying that like you get to a point in this or in any story and you have to accept the fact that like you said it might not be what you expected and it might not be great or good but there are some takeaways. Well, what are you saying? Like, I could go outside and have somebody hit me with a car and go, oh, that wasn't good. But the takeaway is uh, I'm alive. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's yeah, a, you, you're, you're, you you're doing this know. find the silver lining and and, and everything hey. when sometimes there just isn't a you silver lining. Know. Right. You now like, know if you want to be a holistic collector and just collect everything. Right. Like. I watched the last Legion movie. You can go watch the Legion of Superheroes movie on Max if you still want to pay for Max's $199 a year to get no commercials in 4K. Mm-hmm. If you want to pay for that and you want to go watch it, you can. It's awful. I watched it anyway because I'm a completist and I watch everything with the Legion of Superheroes in it. I also didn't go online, to your point, and like just proclaim how awful it was, right? Yeah. And then tear it down or say... That's not my Legion that I grew up with. watched it and you said, okay, I don't like it. So there it is. Right. And I mean, it's I I might, you know, if somebody said, hey, it wasn't very good, I might be willing to have a discussion about the points in the plot that were not good. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I also argued with some folks online who were critiquing certain points. And I'm like, no, they pulled that right out of Legion history. So, you know, you're wrong. Right. And Mm -hmm. people like that would never happen. And I'm like, actually, (laughs) I did the um actually. I'm so sorry. Oh, um actually. Oh, oh wow. In, in this comic did you, did right you pull here, up your, this happened. Uh, did yeah, you pull I, up your pants and twist while you did it? Um actually. Probably. <laughs> Flip your hair back. Comic book, I use my comic book files like they do in the She-Hulk's law, law, you know, law firm. So, oh, yeah, wow. but it's I mean, I get that. So, I mean, but I think there again, people can say whatever they want and they can be fans however they want. But yeah. I think there is a point where it's OK to acknowledge that something's just not very good. Um, at the same time, please don't come at me with, well, that wasn't my Captain America or that wasn't my Legion, right? Like that wasn't my He-Man, right? That's the stuff I hate, right? Yeah. Tell me why the story wasn't good. And then we can go from there, right? Like if you're saying, well, the story's not good because I watched, sorry, spoilers ahead if you haven't seen it. I watched the He-Man cartoon and after the first episode, it was all about Tila for like five episodes. And I wasn't expecting that. And I wanted them to tell me a story about He-Man. And so I didn't like it because I was wanting a story about different characters. Okay, cool. Right. 
that that that's a holistically reasonable like rational thing to say okay but if you're just like i don't like this because it's not like the original cartoon well that's okay you know you can have that opinion you're certainly welcome to it but it doesn't really explain the why, why or what is bad right yeah and of course that's why we do this show right i mean kind of the whole point of this show is to dissect things yeah. Um. I do think you're sort of calling me out for my feelings about these books, but I no. mean, they're really bad. Well, I no, mean, <laughs> they're you not good. Never, you would never have known who Diamondback was, or we would never have gotten uh, into Crossbones. I think I could have lived my whole life without knowing who Diamondback was. Apparently, Crossbones is very important because he was in Captain America: Winter Soldier, clearly the best Captain America movie. Uh huh. But we would never we would never have known these things if we didn't read these books, Dan. And that's what I'm saying. These are the silver linings. These are the gumdrops falling from heaven. The that silver we lining need. is I get to do some fantastically fun research. Yeah. Well, and we would go. never get these backup backup stories at the end of every book that you love so much. Did love so much. Oh, this one is balls to the wall. Awesome. And we'll get there at the end of the story. So really, let's continue. Oh, well, anyway, shush your mouth. Captain America uh, 377. We're on. We're finally onto the first page after like 20 minutes of discussion. So, hey, it's back, though. But now it's in like computer type font. Steve Rogers, born in the USA, raised to cherish the ideals of democracy. It's back like the header's back. It oh, was gone last it, issue, remember? It yeah. Disappeared. Yeah. yeah. And Stan Lee presents Captain America, even though I don't believe Stan Lee is with the company at this time. But, you know, <laughs> Stan Lee clearly presents it. So that's <laughs> Stan Lee's taking a hiatus from the company for a moment. <laughs> uh, actually, I think he still might have been. This is 90. Might have still been with the company, right? Isn't the mid 90s when he. I think so. Well, when he was off doing some TV shows. Well, he wasn't active with the company. He was just like, wasn't active with the company. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, anyway, this one is called the 100 percent solution. What? Ooh. Yeah, I okay. don't understand. It so sounds this great. is the last issue, right? <gasps> Surprise! Um, I also am really uncomfortable with anything titled like the hundred percent solution yeah. because it sounds too much like something else. I know exactly. And, when I saw that, I was like, ugh. And then the red skull appeared at the end of the last issue. So, uh, and then he's yeah. mentioned here, right on the first page. So, uh -huh. yeah, not super excited yeah, about that. A lot of. A lot of icky stuff. Yeah. Tied in. Well, that, so. you know, it just continues the lot of icky stuff that exists in the story. So yeah. we just keep going, I guess. Uh, and we have Red Skull saying, I'm displeased with you, Crossbones. Your failure to eliminate the kingpin complicates our business here in New York. And we've got Bullseye hanging out with a gun and a sign, and a sign. sword. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, I'm going to make this goon. Yeah, uh, the second your goon leaves, you're alone. Kaboom. He's going to kaboom him. He's going to kaboom him. He's going to earth shattering him. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, we get to the he's next gonna, wait, page. He's going to kaboom him with, like the cleaner? He's going to no. clean him? No, kaboom. no, like the like the Martian. Oh, kaboom. Earth shattering. I gotcha. All right. Well, so now we're on the next page and the Red Skull and Crossbones are still arguing and Crossbones leaves and goes outside bullseye blakes in shoots him in the head a shotgun and, <laughs> yep and he's presumably dead uh boss crossbones comes back in is like boss and then now we get crossbones and bullseye getting into a fight yeah uh bullseye hits no crossbones misses and that means the fight should be over right because bullseye is shooting at crossbones right 
right? But Bullseye right. misses. Oh, fact, my gosh. He misses the, the giant missed. luchador with the giant X on his chest, giving Bullseye a clear target. So yeah, he's the man that never misses. Crossbones misses the clear target on Bullseye's head. Uh-huh. And then we get, and of course, this I, you know what? I screwed up. I should have researched this. But uh, now we get crossbones diving out actually i should have researched it but i didn't notice it till now and then we get the bullseye with the big bullseye like the mask and it looks like that who was you may know i'm one of listeners let us know i'm not going to go look it up right now but it looks like how havoc used to be drawn very early on yeah x-men uh-huh early appearances with that like kind of headpiece popping out yeah but it's just i don't know it's all distorted and weird it's his big head and then yeah. and then we get some fine uh, we get like we get some fine dialogue here. Yo, Chubbs, my pop <laughs> Yo, guns Chubbs. out of ammo. You can come out now. And Crossbones comes out with a ta- holding a table. I guess. Yeah. I, at first I thought it was like, hey, what is that? Is it a pizza like a pizza pan? I don't know. But then I and he I, says, you're dead, clown. Uh, Crossbones, have you looked in the mirror? <laughs> you're the clown. And then uh, Crossbones gets a hold of Bullseye because Bullseye apparently cannot live up to his name at all. No. Nope. And he's failing a lot. He's he's rolling yeah, once. He's he's definitely I mean, he can't hit this big giant guy target. Yeah. OK. And so anyway, <laughs> not at all. Uh, well, he's hitting Crossbones, the table, all right. Crossbones is going to crush his larynx, um, but he clearly can't do it fast enough because now Bullseye can spit in his eye. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's yeah. And instead of just fighting when he gets spit in the eye and, and crushing his larynx, Crossbones decides it's a good idea to let go. Well, because he gets hit in the eye with a tooth. Oh, is it a tooth or is it yeah. spit? No, oh, it's the tooth. He, oh, yeah. sorry. That was the tooth. You're right. Yeah. Okay, you're right. You're right. All right. So, OK, I'll give him a little bit on that. I still think I would have just held on, though, probably. I mean, he's probably like, ah, my eye. Well, bad form, no matter what. That's a terrible chokehold. Like, he could have gone a lot better with that <laughs> and protected himself. I'm sure Maybe. Paul, the yeah, jiu-jitsu yeah. lawyer, right? Could have taught him. Yeah. But anyway, that's, uh, well. And then he gets stabbed with a sigh. Yeah, I mean, pretty much the best fight we've ever seen. Uh, that's a pretty good fight. I guess, yeah. And then we get the exact, I think they just copied the scene from a few issues ago where Bullseye jumps out the building. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, it makes it easier to draw. Did we even get a cast of characters who made this issue anywhere here? Uh, no, I think not yet. No, no, no. I, I, no, I, I no. think they just skip right through it. Like, no. Nobody, no, nobody wants to take credit for this bad boy. Yeah, that's that's just true. Good. So it's, uh, and then we get... Uh, Crossbones back and he's very confused because a red skull is a, a robot. Oh my gosh. Boss is a robot. Yeah. He's a robot. Yeah. Um, wah, wah. Well, you know, I mean, Oh God, don't start. So <laughs> I don't think this issue needs this. That's not, you don't really, because no, that, that was, you don't need sound effects. That, that, so, was, that, that was, that was we uh, Bullseye into, jumping out the window. We, we we get back and then we've got Captain America at Avengers Mansion. Mm-hmm. And they're like, cat scan of his brain reads normal. Your point blank blast to his skull did no serious damage. OK, Ooh. so that's what Diamondback was all worried about. 
Yeah. And they're like, what's in the drip bag? And he's like, I got him under a strong sedative to help him sleep. At least part of his irrational behaviors stems from the fact that he's been up for four straight days. Whew. That's a lot of days, man. Yeah. So that exposure to that explosion, man, that really, that really got the meth in his system. I mean, the ice. The ice. Ice, baby. I'm surprised they didn't use that. I mean, this is the 90s. They could have been pumping that. It's true. Well, anyway, he gets he gets a noisy chair. And in addition to the noisy chair, he the doctor's very upset. Um, and he knocks Captain America out with a sedative. And so we've got uh, and his costume is blue again. Yeah, it's blue again. He's back to normal cap. Ah, uh, he's not dark. He's not mirror universe cap. Yeah, he's not. He's not evil cap. Evil cap. I don't know. Mirror universe cap. That's yeah, pretty clear. Yeah. Everybody from the mirror universe in Star Trek had as a darker costume, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Well, anyway, now we get a conversation between an invigorating conversation between Diamondback and Black Widow and their besties. J. Jonah Jameson's baby boy. Yeah. Oh Baby J. Yeah. This is Baby so J. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, we get rid of we get rid of Black Widow for now. So. All right. That works. And and Diamondback's like, woo, don't know if I'm ever going to be as tough as her. Little 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 oh. jealousy there. Yeah. She's like, I wish so. Well, now we get back and the Kingpin's very happy because Bullseye's like, I nailed him. He's dead. I got some. And he's like, he couldn't, I couldn't kill Crossbones. And now we get a very jealous uh, Typhoid Mary again. Oh, yeah. He says, yeah, well, then without and she but she's very happy. She says, well, then without the skull, his ice operation should be ripe for a takeover. So now they don't want to put the other drug dealers out of business. They want to take it over. So they want to own the cocaine and the meth. Right. All through New York. Fantastic. OK. Yeah. But what we find out is Red Skull is just chilling out on his jet in his suit. Oh, damn it, Red Skull. Coming up with the 100% solution. Oh, hate it. Well, as you continue to tap on literally everything on your desk, we get a moment of Captain America lying down again. Yeah. And he goes into a dream state. Is that what you were tapping out in Morse code on your desk? Yes. You were giving me a secret message about the dream state here. The dream state of Captain America. And this is so fun. All right. That needle, I never noticed before how much it looks like a junkie needle. I should have asked him, the professor, what's in that super soldier formula of his? Professor Erskine, yes. Your serum is a drug, isn't it? Oh, little baby cap. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Little Steve Rogers. 90-pound weakling. 90-pound weakling. Yeah, yes. Yes. And in the dream, he says, yes, you owe it your very life, Captain America, to a drug. Oh, my God. He took Captain America steroids. What will become of the world? Oh, my God. Oh, no. We can't have an American hero who used drugs. No. It's impossible. Well, are you ready for some fun facts, sir? Before fun we facts. Get to the end of this flashback. Yes. OK. Uh, well, fun facts. First, we're going to do a quiz because you're so good at them. OK. Who was the first superhero to rely on a drug, quote unquote, to have super strength? The first superhero to rely on a drug 
to have super we'll strength. Say, we'll say from the major comic companies, because I'm sure somebody's going to come back in and be like, so if we're saying like Timely, <laughs> Timely or Fox Syndicate or uh-huh. uh, Wiz or not Wiz, whatever they were called. Um, <laughs> it's wrong with my brain this morning. And 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 DC National, whatever. Right. Like which uh-huh. which who was it? Who was it? Um, and it? And it's a superhero that's still used somewhat today, even on television. So it should be easy for you. Was on a television series, actually. Was on a television year. series? As of last as, year. Yeah. Hmm. Different. Last it would have been technically the person's son, but. With that big spider in my room. Still the, still the same superhero name. Uh, still the same superhero name. Yeah. Son. Superhero. Well, it's not a, it wasn't a son who I'm referring to, but. Oh, oh, it was the the superheroes, the original, the original person's son. Same name, though. Same name. Same name. The son has the same name. The son has the same name. Same superhero name. So do you have a guess? <sighs> hmm. Takes something for their superpower. Now, on the television show, he didn't take it for his superpower. Um, OK, on the on the did not take it on the show you wouldn't have watched the show anyway so i wouldn't have watched the show anyway um (sighs) you're out your 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 time is is running okay my time is running out i i i have no guesses to gander well the answer is our man oh okay right takes miraculo to have an hour's worth of super strength okay on they had rick tyler on the star girl show uh when they were reuniting all the 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 prodigy and and ancestors of the ancestors whatever of the of the uh of the original justice society yeah and anyway uh so i did a small bit of research and uh miraculo and our man appeared in 1940 in march so that would have been before in 1941 when captain america first appeared mm-hmm. so there was actually a superhero out there that used a drug. OK, so there you go. And they did DC, of course, and we'll get into this, played it up, but they didn't play this up until after these issues. So we'll get into that in just a second, because I want to flip the page, take a look at what Captain America says as he the Red Skull appears in his dream and he says, wrong, Captain America is a mere product of a wonder drug. Ah. You're just a user of anyone who took the drug. In fact, anyone, you are nothing special without the drug. I refuse and Captain Steve Rogers like I refuse to accept that. And, you know, it's interesting this dream he's having because, uh, I mean, up until this point, pretty much in Captain America's like lore. Right. Wasn't it the whole point is they picked him out because he I mean, I know it's the movie thing. I'd have to go back and read Captain America comics, which I haven't. But it wasn't the whole point that they picked Steve Rogers out because he was too small to go into the army, but he had the spirit of America and yeah, and the ideals. Yeah. yeah. Like, and so, and that's why other people had gotten the drug and it turned them bad. Didn't work for them. Like you, in the way like they US wanted. Agent. Yeah. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> and so anyway, um, we get this dream sequence, not Johnny. Yeah, not Johnny. Well, well, anyway, then Captain America starts going crazy and throwing everything around. And he's like, drugs have nothing to do with it. Nothing, nothing. And he's screaming. And Hank Pym shows up, famously known for hitting people himself. And he says, and Captain America's like, I'm on drugs. I'm hallucinating. I need help. So we have the breakdown scene. Now, 
okay, before I get into some more fun facts, yeah. uh, I really don't like this whole, like, I'm now addicted shit in this book. Because it happens so quick? Yes. Like, I need help. Help from what? <laughs> like, he, he got exposed. <laughs> like, most people do not take a drug one time and become addicted to it. Like, I'm finding that this is spreading that dare myth, right, that was out there mm-hmm. that scares people from even potentially using something right that might be beneficial to them like the super serum uh, maybe like the super serum i was sort of thinking like maybe mental health drugs or something like that oh sure. oh oh okay yeah yeah so yeah i really anyway it's it's melodramatic and with the speed of the story like it sort of comes out of nowhere right yeah the story is told so slowly and then all of a sudden over like four pages we find out that captain america is now regretful in his dreams that he has the super soldier serum what oh i mean it's kind of been building up to it but i can understand your your um i want to say reluctantly you're reluctant to believe that it could happen at that when, where where were they building up to this specifically? Like there's well, no mention was, you know, of the he was he there was there was the question uh, placed to him when he put when he asked the uh, the uh, I want to say like yeah, you're the right. first guy that was like, isn't the super serum just a drug? Same too? Thing. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, well, no, no, no. And he was very like adamant that it wasn't. So the idea has been in the back of his head and he's been pondering it since then. And now that he's coming to terms with the fact that he's on drugs, he's like, oh, my God, is it this is is it the same thing? So now he's battling that. So, I mean, in the state, I'm not going to say I'm I, I'm with you. I believe that to make a jump like this uh, in some ways is slightly illogical. But at the same point, to have that kind of thing seated and to wonder and ponder is not too far off of. Being OK, like, OK, I'll, I'll get he, 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 he could be he could he, he can he can be affected to a point and be. I want to say a little suspicious of everything because he's antsy. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Well, we get into, we turn the page and we get to the Red Skulls manufacturing uh, facility right out of Breaking Bad. Oh my gosh. Or Better Call Saul, depending on your perspective there. And he's walking on a catwalk, talking to Crossbones, who's now in his Crossbones coat. He looks like he's, he's French. About to, it looks like he's about to jump off of the like off down through the cage into the squared circle. Well, that's funny that you should mention that, but I'm going to hold on that for one second. So okay. there, I'm really ready to talk about something, but we have to wait till the backup story. So All right. uh, we get uh, we get the Red Skull and he's like, the beauty is none of the chemicals that make up crystal methamphetamine are in themselves illegal thus we need not concern ourselves with cultivation and importation of illicit crash cop cra- cash crops but that was hard to read because that is written with lots of hyphens yes there are one two three yeah. four hyphens in that word bubble cash crops crystal methamphetamines oh, that's a lot of hyphens in a single word bubble yes. perhaps they should have organized that a little bit better uh but anyway, you know, I can just find the smallest things about this book now. 
<laughs> they're just annoying. Uh, but then the Red Skull just like murders one of his scientists and yeah. Yeah. Gases. <laughs> she was a bad accountant, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. OK. Yeah. So we get a couple pages illustrating how evil the Red Skull is with his crystal meth empire. Yeah. Um, I thought his crystal meth warehouse had been blown up. Um, maybe he has a few. He said the main manufacturer of ice were introducing. So a few hours later inside a building that from the outside appears to be an ice cream factory. (laughs) What an asshole. asshole. I know, right? Yeah. An ice cream factory. Yeah. What a jerk. Right. Um, anyway, well, that's just an, I guess he has multiple. I mean, I, again, I, I think for some consistency, they, a, a good editor probably would have mentioned Having multiple that he had multiple buildings since the whole basis of this story is that the where the that the manufacturing facility blows up and Captain America breathes it. Right. And yeah. then makes him sick for four days. Right. Yeah. OK. Since that's the premise for the story, an editorial note probably should indicate that there are multiple. Yeah. Multiple warehouses. I mean, like like we know here in the Northwest. Every good pusher has multiple locations, Starbucks. So we know that they're on every corner. Right. I mean, every <laughs> every old neighborhood in the Northwest has their special meth house, right? It's... I was talking about Starbucks. But... Oh, OK. <laughs> I mean, think how many meth houses are in Heritage Glen these days, probably. I bet there are. And that's that's depressing. <laughs> well, anyway, as we continue. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> I just so dropped many, that one on you out of nowhere. So wow. many people just they're like, this is my this is my what are they talking about my my yeah, family's no my family's future. About. I know. right? <laughs> my family's future. I'm going to invest in this 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 neighborhood that's going to be so big and just and now it's full of meth houses. Yeah. I mean, it's just the increasing the value, decreasing the value. <laughs> No, clearly increasing. I can go buy that meth house, redo it, and sell it for a whole bunch. It's called you gentrification. You can't. It's gonna, no, it's going to cost you so much to, to redo that house. Well, anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway, now we get into the most fucking of the ridiculous meth. part. Of, we're, we're to the most ridiculous fucking part of the story now. So now we're at Avengers headquarters, and Steve Rogers is talking to Dr. Keith, and he said, that's it, Keith. I've finished, I've finished the blood work. Yeah. Oh, no, that's Hank Pym. Sorry. Hank Pym is talking to Dr. Keith. Mm -hmm. And he says, the only way I can get I think I can get the methamphetamine molecules out of Cap's system is by a total blood transfusion. What kind of horseshit is this? Well, it was the 90s and uh, believe it worked for other things. They believed it worked for other things. Uh, Eddie says. Uh, and, and the doctor's like, well, that will completely eliminate the super soldier serum from his blood as well. He'll have a normal metabolism without it. And Hank Pym's like, I know that. I know I'm not sure what else can be done. If it could clean Keith Richards, it could clean Captain America. This is where this just story just gets ridiculous, though. That's like literally just not how the fucking drug works. I. Hey, I don't know. I'm not I'm not Hank Pym. I'm not a scientist. I don't know. All right. Well, I mean, are you? Well, Hank Pym gives us the dramatic line to save Steve Rogers. We may have to kill Captain America. (gasps) Hey, do you remember that time that Denny O'Neill decided to take Wonder Woman's superpowers away? Yeah. How did that work out? Didn't. Oh, 
Well, shit. Well, now we get to the next page, and I finally get something I like in this comic book. Yankee Stadium, the next city. (laughs) Yankee Stadium, the next evening. Final score. Red Sox 26, Yankees 2. All right. Something (laughs) good to cheer about in this comic. Fucking Yankees losing. To the Red Sox. So, Wilson Fisk is not happy. No. He's an angry man. And... That the his people are telling him that they're clearing out all the fans and there's no report or sign of the Red Skull. So he must clearly be safe. And now we have morose Steve Rogers as Captain America. So he says, so that's it. I slept 36 hours straight. They gave me a total blood transfusion. And just like that, I'm cured. cured. I think I am. I'm not quite sure if I can trust my judgment anymore. When I attacked Daredevil, Black Widow, Diamondback, I thought I was acting rationally then. Oh, my God. He was not. Feels odd not to have the super soldier serum inside me. Not that you can tell from looking at me. It would take months of inactivity before I lose muscle tone to any great extent. Uh, False. (laughs) So (laughs) now what? Without... The super soldier serum. Can I still be Captain America? Yes. I mean, he wouldn't lose his muscle tone. But if yes, if he did have heightened metabolism uh, before, it doesn't take months of inactivity to put on some fat. Trust me, uh, you can do that in a couple of weeks. He's going to uh, do it. <laughs> it's going to it's going to happen overnight. Like all of a sudden he'll be. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Paul Boudreaux, the jujitsu lawyer, trains like <laughs> four to six hours a day. Uh, do you think he would become fat in America? That would fat fat in America. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. That's a different comic book, Dan. That's yeah. a different comic book. They made those in the 40s, too. So they still, do. they still do. Well, and they're smaller size. But yeah. Uh, All the. <laughs> well, anyway, Agent Carter finally is doing her job as the communication officer. Yeah. Sorry. It just keeps going. Yeah. Uh, so I better hit the alarm. <laughs> oh, cause and we get, uh, wait, maybe. And he's like, can I confide in you, Peggy? I'm frightened. They took the super soldier serum from me. I'm afraid I can't be Captain America anymore. Being Cap in my life, Mademoiselle, my one true calling. If I can't be <laughs> Cap, I don't know what. <laughs> it's like reading early Spider-Man issues right now. Yeah, this, uh, is- I, this whole page is great. I love it. <laughs> Dun 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 dun. So good, yeah, I know. Then the walk away, he he puts his fingers to he puts his finger to her lips. Dum 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 dum. Yep, there we go. Okay, and that's the end of the issue. We've Captain America no more. Oh wait, there's one more page. One more page. Stadium. Oh, we've got a meeting between Mr. Fisk and the Red Skull. And elsewhere, at that moment, the depowered Sentinel of Liberty careens over the Manhattan skyline, anxious to prove his self-worth, unaware that the proving will pit him against at least two of the most dangerous men alive. The frenetic. Give me a break, Mark Grunwald. The frenetic finale of Streets of Poison. I hate you so much. Oh, my (laughs) God. The most desperate battle of Cap's life. I can't wait. I am excited. It's going to go down. Well, yes. since we got no since we got no credits for this one, I'll let you know that Mark Grunwald wrote it. Ron Lim penciled it. Danny Bolinati inked it. 
The colorist was Steve Bucatello, letterer Joe Rosen, and the editor, my favorite editor, Ralph Macchio. Karate Kid, ka No, not, unfortunately. Hey, but the Battlestar story actually gets the credits. Yay! Uh, we're on to the backup story. Okay, so we're to the Battlestar story, but I, I do want to take a, a, a quick interlude. Okay. So um, we were looking at, you know, I've been asking through these issues, like, you know, kind of a who did it first, right? And so uh, Captain America, I, I don't necessarily think Captain America was a ripoff of of our man, but it's possible in a sense because, you know, certainly DC sued other companies, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Over ripoffs of, of heroes, um, you know, far enough where it's a serum versus a pill. And, you know, I think we have different ways people get powers. Right. So, uh, you know, eh, I think a lot of it and, you know, Stan Lee even talked about that. Right. Like, well, let's just have, you know, mutants. Right. So we don't have to yeah. explain it every single time. But the you know, we were kind of looking at it. So, you know, I guess National Comics probably did it first. Right. With with Rex Tyler. Uh, but then now it gets a little ridiculous because we have this whole abysmal storyline. And then DC's like, yeah, let's copy it. Like a year yeah, later, Bane, yeah. Bane is introduced in, in March of 1991. Do you know the origin of Bane's drug, Venom? Uh, it comes from, um, uh, why can't I think, uh, Poison Ivy? No, it comes from no? Miraclo. <laughs> it comes from Miraclo. So yes. he's on time. So they some Miraclo was used in the original formula. Yeah. To create the venom drug. So, yeah, that's it's So it's just interesting how I mean, good on DC for threading that. But, you know, they create their own. It's funny that like a year after this, DC is creating their own super soldier serum for a bad guy out of yeah. the drug that was probably pseudo copied to make Captain America. I find like this things like this in comics to be so cool and fascinating way more interesting than this issue right i the thread lines there i find it also interesting and fascinating you you do not i mean i actually know that's why i have the piles of history books honestly no i do find it interesting and fascinating because you find it interesting and fascinating and then you educate me in the things that i haven't taken the time to learn about 100 Uh percent but you have you know what Stay on your good behavior or I'm not going to tell you about your present at the end of the episode. Well, so, I, but no, I'm I'm being serious, though, because okay. I do appreciate that you go that extra mile like the gas station grocery store and you you get me the good stuff like AMPM, the other gas station grocery store. And or the I, stuff from the fac- manufacturer I, in the comic, the good stuff. I don't get you house meth. No, but <laughs> anyway, you meth. I get you meth from the, the manufacturer. Sure. Well, my point being is that you you bring me these things, and I'm like wowed by your intelligence, and I'm like, oh wow, okay, cool, no, interesting. Sh- no, right. no, so because, Battlestar. Well, I'm being serious, and I'm I'm not trying to. I mean, I know you you like it when people stroke your ego, Dan. So Battlestar. <laughs> I'm but I'm being serious. Is the title yes. of this one? Yeah, yes. and uh, it looked like Battlestar's last stand until U.S. agent shows up. All right. Oh. And Battlestar, who's now depowered because he got depowered too. Yes, right? he got depowered with every, with yeah. all the other superpowered wrestling yeah. fighters, <laughs> like the Blimp Zeppelin. All the other muscle men. Well, anyway, um, we get a giant fight. <laughs> 
it's a big old fight inside this. I don't know what the heck. What do you, is this like a, like a, like some sort of medical facility? What do they got? It's like a, like a weird, like a weird holding area. I don't know. Well, clearly they got rid of their powers in different ways, right? Cause when Battlestar yeah. lost his powers, he became like tiny, but Captain uh-huh. America loses his and he's not. Yeah. So if Captain America really wanted to get that drug out of his system and not benefit from the drugs he took, maybe he should have used this other method. Yeah. Suck it all out as opposed to cycle out your blood. Keith Richards style. Well, anyway, um, uh, we can summarize this comic by we have a fight scene. We have a fight scene. Oh, something happens. OK. Battlestar moves that weird guy in the wheelchair. I don't yeah. His name. And then they're fighting the guy, giant guy in the exoskeleton. Yeah. And then he's going to break him. You know, the guy in the exoskeleton with the extra enhanced muscles from the drugs sort of reminds me of another character. I think we mentioned the last podcast who I just mentioned now that's like Bane, like it's a cross Bane. Oh, yeah. Like a like a Bane Vereen. Cross Bane. I think cross he's crossbones. Oh, cross. Oh, he's cross Bane. OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got it. I got gotcha. you. Well, anyway, um, we get some more fighting and. The Battlestar gets thrown down and his shoulder is all hurt. And he's like, oh, no, what can I do? They're all bigger and stronger than me now. Oh, no, I'll have to use my brain. So he yeah. <laughs> he goes and grabs a, uh, he goes and grabs a fire extinguisher and he threatens to destroy all the machinery. And ah. then comes in Johnny Walker with his all bloody and torn up. And Battlestar's like, Johnny. And we get the next issue and the road back is, is coming next. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. It was so great. Um, I liked it. I thought it was pretty good because, like, you know, he kicks he kicks over like uh, exoskeleton um, being <laughs> in the face and kicks away his like talking box, which is like telling his Alexa body to, to do stuff. And uh, he's like, oh, shoot, I can't do this. I can't do that. And like, you know. He he's he is using his noggin instead of he's using his smarts. Yeah. Um, yeah. This issue happened. Right. Like I I liked it. You didn't. That's where we're at. I, I there's no possible way you like that issue. Like it's brutal. It's it it's just the the whole notion of he's just like, oh, yeah, like uh, I'm just uh, going to keep being Captain America. He's got to find out if he can or if he can't. I mean, like, he shouldn't even be able to hold his shield, basically, right? Like, I mean, well, I mean, he doesn't know. Maybe he doesn't know any better. And in his brain, he keeps thinking he can. So he just keeps trying. It's, you know, just his his body is like, I can do it. I can do it. And the adrenaline's there. I mean, when you run out of good ideas for stories, you start changing the core elements of the character right Mm -hmm. because you're out of good ideas for that character now right so now instead of introducing like better supporting cast or focusing on some other element or something like that and i get it's difficult to write i mean mark grenwald wrote captain america for a long time um yeah much much longer than this i feel like he like he's already out of ideas like my idea is to take captain america and then he'll have no powers so he'll a just be Captain America. He'll just be a person. Captain America will now just be Captain Person. I, it's he'll be American Person. And to do it here, where he's trying to like scare people away from drugs, right? Like, I mean, I get this sort of like 
whole nine early nineties, late eighties vibe to this, right? We're going to yeah. scare the kids away from drugs, but this whole notion, like I really, this, this is the kind of shit when kids are told it, that, that makes them not trust people, right? When you write a story that's like, meth will stay in your body forever when you take it. I'm not saying we should encourage people to take meth. Let's be real fucking clear. Yeah. Meth is meth is shitty, right? Yeah, yeah. Like if I was going to recommend against any drug, it would be fucking meth, right? But the, the just the way they the, the way they do this, right? Just tell a real they, story, right? They they blanket they 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 blanket everything and they don't they don't tell you if there's any any good stuff out there like you know they they don't they just blanket it they do a generalization they don't tell you um they don't differentiate between anything that could be good or deemed good at some point or acceptable just say it's all or bad. tell it or tell a meth story right they sort of start with it at the beginning with the random random avenger yeah redheaded guy yeah and then like but they don't continue like the good thing about demon in a bottle even though you know was that like over time right his addiction to alcohol led to these different bad things happening right yeah yeah and in this story they're like i got exposed side exposed to meth once um and then all of a sudden it's in my system for a few days all of a sudden that bonds with the super soldier serum somehow and that you know, means I have to get a permanent blood transfusion because I was side exposed. You know, it reminds me of the fake cop stories right now about that cop being supposedly exposed to fentanyl mm-hmm. and they've discredited it now. I don't know if you. Yeah. Read. Yeah. It's I mean, it's that that's the kind of shit that makes people I, not trust authorities or not trust people above them. Right. And And this is the kind of this is the kind of thing that you do that gets a kid to either laugh right at mm-hmm. laugh at when somebody tells them about the danger right here of an actual legitimately dangerous thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like legit people. I'm sorry. You can blast me wherever people should not use meth. That's one you should just never use. Right. Mm-hmm. I cannot think of a circumstance where, you know, crystal meth is a good idea. Yeah, no, it's bad news. I mean, there's enough stimulants out there that are safer. <laughs> that is just not a good idea. Right. If you want to, I'm not saying go out and do this, but I'd much rather have somebody, you know, take a giant fucking energy drink than go mm-hmm. seek out yeah. meth. Okay, right. fine. Right. Like we can get into that and, and degrees of drugs. You know, if I'm going degrees of drugs, I probably think meth is probably, you know, one that is something that probably you you know, is put on. It's on, the, it's on. It's on the top of my shit list. Right. Yeah. It's on the things that you just don't. Yeah. Don't dabble. <laughs> But at the same time, like this, this kind of thing, like it makes you laugh at it instead of thinking it's a really serious thing. Right. Like what if it had been built up over time? Like what if what if one of the characters really was having an issue? Mm -hmm. Uh, What if we saw that people, you know, were genuinely using it? it, They reference. What if we go back to Anne Nascenti's story? Right. Like what if there's a background character in the story that. You know, his family is selling this to make money. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe there was a whole television series where this happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like it's it's. um, But I mean, this is my issue, right? Like you're asking me to, you know, you, you were calling me out for 
or calling everyone out, not me specifically, but for not saying why they don't like a story, right? Right. I mean, this is the kind of storytelling to me that's disingenuous. I was calling myself out too, so. Yeah. It's just a, it's just disingenuous storytelling, right? It's mm-hmm. trite, and it doesn't help. <clears throat> and then this notion that's just like, okay, I took this. Now, now let's go the other way, right? He's like, all right, well, we pulled these steroids out of my system, and hey, uh, it's going to take months for me to lose my gains. Okay, that's true, right? Mm-hmm. But this whole notion that he's just like gonna go out and and fight in the same way with the same vigor and do all his flips and shit. I mean, some stuff is muscle memory, some stuff is learned. Yeah, but the whole point of the serum <laughs> is that it like grew him instantly, right? Yeah, yeah. I, and they have the backup story where everybody's just like they take it away and they all shrink, right? Right. It's like they didn't get their little blue pills. Mm-hmm. So I see you're not going to touch that one. So we're, <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Uh, I'm done. I'm done with this one. <laughs> I'm done. Uh, I'm just, I'm done, right? Like, it's just. But there's I'm one done. more episode it's, left. <laughs> no, no, no. Yes. He gave up his powers. This should be over. No, there's one more episode. We need to find he out. He put what his happened. finger on Peggy Carter's lips. It should be done. He walked away. That's that's the end of the Spider-Man story. Like we start a new story after that, right? Oh. When Spider-Man walks away and gives up everything, we start a new arc, right? Captain America has to battle the two baddest men in town. You know, if one of those is Crossbones, I'm calling foul. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the dangerous men alive, I believe. Oh, dangerous men alive. So he's... and they can't even kill each other. He's going to be fighting Leroy Brown and <laughs> baddest man in town. Yeah. It's better than big old King Kong. Uh, uh, the whole damn town. The whole damn town. That's right. Better than old King Kong. Meaner yeah, than a junkyard dog. Yeah. You know it. You know it. Of and course I know bad, bad Leroy, Leroy Brown. Who doesn't know that song? There are Jim Croce. There are people that don't. The mustache. The old man. Um, who else would he be fighting? Uh, maybe like. Namor. You always say Namor. Maybe I'm a big Namor fan. It sounds like it. I mean, here I'm thinking. Maybe I just don't know. Maybe he's fighting. um, We're talking about all the juggernaut. We are talking juggernaut. No, no, no. We are talking all. You're you're all like in the Marvel Marvel universe, but we are talking all the Team Man stuff. Maybe he's gonna fight. And I know you're thinking I'm gonna say Skeletor, but no, I'm gonna say Beast Man. Okay. You know why? Because I like the Beast Man song. Well, I would just like to say we have some things to look forward to in the next issue. Yeah. Number one. Yeah. Number one. Yeah. We have Captain America with no powers. Yeah. Number two. Yeah. We get a naked fight club fight between Wilson Fisk and the Red Skull. Whoa. I thought you were going to say Leroy Brown and 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 (laughs) and Beast Man. No, we get a muscle bear against a twink. It will be fantastic. It'll be interesting. I, 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 you know, pay per view. It's got nothing on this fight. I'll call. I'll call him a twunk. A twunk. A twunk. He's a twunk. Yeah. <laughs> Is he a twunk? He's got, or a twunk? He's got some good muscle definition. The, the okay. red skull does. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Wilson needs a little bit more hair. I don't believe. I. I don't believe that Wilson Is Fisk he... shaves everywhere. Like. You don't think he's not. So so do you think under that like that 
that turtleneck ascot thing. He's got he's he's just like a sweater vest of fur. He's got to be right. Like, he's just yeah. well. He, anyway, you know what? Like, we're like you know you what? Just, like you know what? Down. <laughs> we're giving you away some good content for the next episode, so we're gonna stop now. We don't want to give away because Captain America 378 is so fantastic. We certainly shouldn't give away anything else about the next episode. What? But if you're looking for a fight, be here on the next episode of Funny Book Forensics because you're gonna get one. Like it's gonna be a fantastic battle. That's right. It's something it, to behold. <laughs> uh, do you have anything to plug, sir? I <laughs> I got no, I got nothing at the moment. Really? I well, I mean, I I was gonna say like I I I I'm pretty sure by the time this goes up, a uh, supernatural baby detective will be have run its course. But if it has but not, it is fully funded. It is fully funded, but we are still going for those stretch goals, and we're still hoping to hit that mark of. Uh, uh, $1,000 more than what we what we needed, because if we do hit that, then good Lord, people are getting things and stuff. And I'm going to eat um, I'm going to eat that blue hot dog. I, 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 I oh, yeah, no, I, I I'll say it on here. I, I know. Well, because I made it and I have to eat it. I vulgar chef made these blue these these Kool-Aid hot dogs. I I made one myself for the Kickstarter. I, I said, if we hit this mark. Uh, we get the funding and or this many backers, I you know, whichever one. And, and it happened. I have a grape flavored hot dog. But for some reason, it came out the color blue as opposed to purple because uh, it's like grape Kool-Aid, but it's blue and um, a hot pickle to go with it. Um, yeah. A uh, friend of the show, Amanda, had told me that she's very fearful that if I eat this, um, I She's fearful that I might get sick. Uh, I said, but they sell these things separately and people eat them all the time separately. And she goes, but not together. I don't approve of this. It's an unholy union of hot dogs and Kool-Aid and hot pickles. Just to be clear, I don't approve of this. You don't approve of it either? Okay. But I'm going to do it. I mean, everybody disapproves of my my dumb food challenges. So, yeah. uh, Yeah. but yeah, yeah, that's that's happening off the, off the air. We can talk about some of your real life consequences from these decisions. Oh, but, yeah. No, the, the the all the health things. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, I know. I know. But, you know, that's cool. Well, I will just <laughs> I will go. What, what I'm going to tell you is uh, I don't have anything to plug right now either, except to say, you know, I'm going to continue training with the great Paul Boudreaux, jujitsu lawyer yeah. and keep burning off this fat and what i can tell you is based off my belly it definitely takes months and months of 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 not training at your full capacity to to lose that muscle and gain fat months it takes months but and where you're do you not do this training the drip, at seeing the dripping sarcasm i do it at certified martial arts on I, bridgeport way in university place slash tacoma washington i hear good right things. on 27th and bridgeport yeah didn't if you want to but don't do what I do. Paul just trains me. Go train with train Paul and learn jujitsu and you know, uh, take some titles need. like his class. Oh, yeah. I mean, they yeah. go to tournaments and they, they win things. And yeah. Uh, and, you know, I just for plugging Paul's shop. It's 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 not just for it's not just a bunch of sweaty men in there. He no. it's, it's a lot of, of, of it's not just a bunch of sweaty, young, teenage and 20 year old men. It's everyone that. Yeah, no, he's got all some ages. Of the best, uh, women grapplers out there that are 17 taking years turns. old, I believe. Yeah, 
taking titles. May still be 16. May still be 16. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. So if you you want to go train with one of the best, there you go. And I'm sure he'll train you like he does me, too, if you ask him to and keep that keep that slim, trim body going. But, yeah, it's uh, it's well worth it. So I guess I'll plug that. Um, I also I don't know if it'll be done off to check before we are done. But I know you mentioned Dime Store Detective, too. Uh, oh, by John yeah. Dexter. So I would yeah. hit that up on Kickstarter as well yeah. if you can. That's the same person that did Alpha Dogs that we reviewed. Right. So I uh, really love that book. And, you know, if you have something on Kickstarter that you'd like us to plug or read. Yeah. Right. Just know we don't pull any punches. Right. Like if we read your book, it's going to be just like this. We're going to talk about it. We'll talk about it. I'll try to find a silver lining. Dan will just dump on it relentlessly. I mean, <laughs> I might like it. You never know. <laughs> We're going to do it, but I mean, we'll have I mean, to do he it. Might, you know. he, might, he might tell you all the things that he loves about it, and then I might tell you what I don't like about it. Because <laughs> we possible. do that. It's, we that's do what we do on Funny Book yeah, Forensics. So, <laughs> we, dissect, we dissect and analyze things. That's the whole nature of the game. But yes. uh, if you do have something for Kickstarter and you want to get a hold of us, uh, have us read it and talk about it on the podcast, uh, you can get in touch with us uh, through Facebook at Funny Book Forensics. Just direct message us there, or you can uh, use X and do Funny Book Four N Six, and you can reach out to us that way as well. So, uh, and if you're a, a listener and you want us to review something like Cap Wolf, which I'm never going to do, but if you we want are going to do something, do it. we're uh, totally yeah. going to do this. Uh, so if, if you if you have something out there that you want us to review, uh, I would love another recommendation for uh, drug and alcohol books from the late 90s or 2000s. So if you have something out there that you want us to do, maybe maybe I'm just tossing it out there. Maybe I should go find the issues of JSA where Rick Tyler is dealing with the after effects of Miraculo. And then we could compare it to this story and could, see if one is better than the other one. There's I, a lot of, of avenues we get to take and we love pulling the threads from history. So if you have something true. you want us to review, I know a lot of people just like us to listen to the, listen to us riff on bad books and that's fine. We're, we'll happily do that for you. Capital but sometimes, book. yeah, if you could, if you could just sometimes, if you can just give me a, a fun, just great book to read, Capital. it warms my heart. Capwolf. The description of Capwolf says it's one of the worst stories in the history of comics. No, no, this one that we're doing right now is the worst story in the history of comics. Capwolf? No. no. That's, that's not true. I sent you the description and it said. I don't listen that. to those descriptions, man. I listen to my heart and my heart says we should do Capwolf. Mm-hmm. And your heart <laughs> has led you so many good directions. It has. It, it led me to becoming friends with you finding my wife i mean doing all the things that i love in life i mean there was some also bad things but i mean we don't talk about those (laughs) (laughs) well anyway uh that's a good place to wrap up this edition of funny book forensics we love you and uh uh thanks for hanging in there as we go through streets of poison we'll be away from it soon and off to greener pastures hopefully and we're out